0: Frequency cast update.
1: Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. Each month we bring you the Frequency Cast Podcast, our tantalizing take on technology. The mini show you're listening to now is designed to keep you updated whilst we're busy working on the next show. So, Pete, what's new?
2: Oh, we got lots of good stuff to tell you in this little update. First of all, I want to talk to you about Rajar and audience research, because it's been quite an interesting quarter for radio listening.
1: Really? Now I actually know about Rajar, although I like to call it Rajar, which is some sort of temple in India, I think. And what do you know? Well, basically it's a thing that they put out to find out
2: who's listening to the radio. Well, more people than ever are listening to the radio. Good grief. Are we becoming unpopular? The yeah, highest listening figures in a long, long time. Digital radio listening up 19%, which is a good sign for, for DAB and internet radio, including us. Wow. And an interesting one. You remember Six Music, the station that's uh, going to be canned by the Beeb? Yeah. It saw a 50% rise in its audience, which is going to make it very, very difficult for them to it uh, now, I'd have thought. Good grief. Aren't they all having fun? And, you know, Terry Wogan left Radio 2. Did he? Why? He'd had enough, I think, early mornings. Chris Evans took over and everyone expected the ratings to go...
1: Well, I stopped listening to him. But they've gone...
2: And Chris Evans has put on an extra million over the top of Terry's old listeners.
1: Good grief. I thought you were going to tell me Chris Evans had put on an extra £16. It's a little bit of TV news now. Are you into your American TV shows?
2: Am I or are you telling me I am? Are you? Do you watch any American telly?
1: Yep, I love Frasier, I love Will and Grace. I'm not so keen on Everybody Loves Raymond, because I don't believe that everyone does. I certainly don't. Nah, Fair enough. Any um, any series you're following at the moment, though? Well, I'm rather keen on Deborah, though. Sorry, um, what? (coughs) Who? What? You have to watch Everybody Loves Raymond to understand that. Well, I'm partial to CSI, I think. Um, Flash forward. Ah, glad you said that. Every year, the American
2: networks decide what programmes have done well and what programmes have done badly... Right, and who's come out top? It's not a case of who's come out top; it's a case of who's been renewed for the next series.
1: Okay, and is Flash forward one of them or not? Flash forward has been canned. <laughs> Does that mean it's going to end? Because I hate the way Lost went on forever, and 24 Four's still going. I think. What's going on there?
2: Okay, well, in the in the in the bin for the next American TV series, Heroes has gone. Oh, and I didn't even get into that. Flash forward, Scrubs and Law and Order have all gone. Well, some of them will be sorely missed. Being renewed, though, V. Have you been
1: watching V? No, but I've been told it's very good by you, Pete. <laughs> Thank you very
2: much. So, V. Remember in the eighties, all the rabbit and hamster eating aliens come and get us? They've done what they call a, a reboot, where it's all modernised now, and it's. Uh, I'm following it. It's actually quite an interesting little series that's been renewed, and my big favourite, Chuck, has been renewed.
1: I've not seen Chuck, but apparently that's quite good as well, isn't it? Well, it's got her in it. Oh, well, then you're just biased by the blondes, aren't you? Oh, look at that. Yvonne Strahovski. Very, very
2: nice. Chuck, very good spy drama. He's a a geek that accidentally gets all the government secrets downloaded into his head. And he's got this very fit CIA handler that looks after him. That's been renewed for series four, which is pretty cool.
1: Excellent. I'll have to start watching it.
2: There you go. So I'm just showing Carl a picture of uh, lovely Yvonne, who plays Sarah Walker. I'm showing Carl on my iPhone. I now want to see if Carl can recognise a new icon on my iPhone screen.
1: Yep, that's us. The frequency cast icon. We are officially... What, what are we? We have
2: an application now available on the iPhone and iPod Touch. Let me open this up for you, Carl.
1: Ooh, isn't that nice?
2: So what do you reckon? We're actually on the iPhone. We saw, in the first day this was out, 300 downloads of this application.
1: 300? Wow. Did you tell anyone? <laughs> so there you go.
2: Look, this is this is us currently. Uh, we've also we've been available on Android phones for a little while. We're now on the iPhone and iPod Touch, as well as the Android. And what we've got on here is a collection of all of our different online areas of content. So we've got our news page, we've got our forum, we've got uh, the latest shows, we've got our uh, personal blogs... We've got our TV and tech help section and a way of getting in touch with us. All available on the iPhone. It's all rather lovely. So there's, there's the latest news. There's our forum. And it's got a rather interesting feature. When you If you do use this on an Android or a, um, an iPhone, it'll ask you for your location. Now, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The company that made the application for us have embedded this location thing in. But if you hit more and you look at where am I checking in from you can actually see who's been looking at what content around the world.
1: So, from now on, I'm actually going to get people to contact me. Is that what you're trying to tell me?
2: Well, here we go. Now, we see, we've got people... This is a map of where people in the last 24 hours have been using our application. So, you can see we've got a couple there in the US.
1: Uh, Someone in Quebec. Scroll over to you. No one in Iceland, but look, there's all the people in the UK. Wow. And someone in... Is that France
2: in France. So yeah, we've got
1: quite a lot of people nipping in there. So if you've got an
2: iPhone or if you've got an Android phone, just search for FrequencyCast. The application's free. We'd love to know what you think. Yeah, that'd be great. Moving on. I also want to make another little plea here. We're also now available as a streaming radio service.
1: Weren't we doing that before?
2: Well, we were. We were using something called Live 365, which was giving us a radio station. Uh, It hasn't really worked out for us, and the problem with Live 365 is you can't get it on the wireless radios that people have at home.
1: Right. So
2: we've now gone a little bit more upmarket. We've now got a Streamcast feed, and we should now be available on just about all of the standalone home radios. So if you've got a wireless internet radio at home, something like one of the, the Pure series or a, a Roberts or a, a Revo radio, we should be in the directory listing under Frequency Cast.
1: Wow. He's been a busy boy.
2: If you've got an internet radio, do us a favour, have a search for us, see if you can find us. If you can't, let us know your make of radio and we'll get it fixed.
1: And do they need to tell us whereabouts they're coming in from? They don't need to tell us where they
2: are, but they need to tell us the make of the radio. Right, so we can have a go at the right people, yeah? spot on. I think it's just the receiver database we're waiting to be added to, but hopefully that'll be done any day now. Uh, One other quick bit of news I've got for you. Uh, Fans of the Humax range of Freeview boxes and recorders will be pleased to know that the wait for a Freeview HD recorder is about to be over. We've just had in details of the first Freeview HD recorder from Humax, which will be called the Humax HDR Fox T2. Now this is going to be priced at £349 and it won't be available until July, which means it's going to be too late for the World Cup. This recorder from Humax will have two DVB-T2 tuners and a 500 gig hard disk, which will record up to 125 hours of HD. It'll also have an Ethernet socket for connections to internet services, presumably like BBC iPlayer and the Sky Player, and it will support streaming media and playback via USB. If you want to see a picture of the new Humax, go to the news blog section of our website, where there's a lovely picky. And as soon as the box is out, we'll see if we. Can get hold of one and put together a lovely review
1: oh and you've got something to tell us about the o2 joggler haven't you absolutely
2: marvelous picture frame internet radio calendar online device it used to be 100 quid it's only 50 quid until the end of may hurry 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 link on our show notes Kitching. a couple of emails i want to read out as well
1: yeah
2: okay we've got a lot of controversial emails in on a subject that we covered in the last show power line and home plug adapters Do you remember that oh yes no Okay, so this is the concept of you've got a something like a BT Vision box or a FreeSat box. You can watch telly from the internet on your TV set, but you have to connect this box into your internet connection at home. Now, a lot of people use wireless Wi-Fi to get signals around the house, but for those that can't, you can use these things called home plugs. And basically, you get a receiver and a sender. You plug one into one main socket, One into another main socket somewhere else in the house, and it sends your data over the house's mains wiring from the router to your TV set. Clever stuff. However, the radio hams are up in arms about it because it's killing shortwave radio. It does this.
1: Ooh, nasty. Don't want that on your radio, do you?
2: No, you certainly don't. Now, you may think this problem just applies to radio amateurs and people that use shortwave, but the problem's about to get worse, as several emails have pointed out. In show number 51, we mentioned a statement from Belkin, where they claim full compliance with all of the legislation. They also offer a phone number for complaints, which is 0845 607 7787. Now, we've heard from Paul Widger. He's a retired BBC engineer... To give Belkin their due, the interference is less than those dreadful Comtrend adapters that we've talked about previously. It seems that these Comtrend adapters vary their power depending on the installation, so if the adapter's struggling to communicate, it ramps its power up. This causes quite significant interference to nearby radios. Paul points us in the direction of a 10-minute video clip on YouTube about the new generation of Powerline adapters that actually have potential to do even more damage. It's well worth taking a look at this clip which you can find on YouTube by searching for Powerline radio interference. Here's a brief clip.
0: Hi, my name's Nigel. I'm going to be talking a little bit about Powerline networking adapters. You may or may not be aware that Powerline networking causes interference to radio services. Previous devices used shortwave. Broadly speaking, two megahertz to approximately 30 megahertz, give or take. And therefore, they were only of a concern to people using shortwave. The new standard operates using the shortwave frequencies, but also in addition, they operate from 50 megahertz right through to 300 megahertz. Now, in that swathe of spectrum, there are some fairly important things such as Broadcast VHF-FM, the Civil Aviation Band, Business Radio and DAB Radio Broadcasting.
2: I'm afraid we don't have time to play the entire clip there but if you were to watch the YouTube clip what you'll see is Nige using a laptop and one of these Belkin adapters to copy a file he's also got an FM radio and a DAB radio handy and you can get a feel for just how bad the interference is and it is pretty shocking thanks to Nige G7CNF for giving us permission to use that clip his opinion is that despite the legal requirement for EU member states to protect radio users big bucks matter more which is why this is pushing ahead
0: I know the radio amateur community may have appeared to have been a bit of a pain in the bum but because their efforts have essentially failed the manufacturers have taken the technology one stage further and as you've just observed interference is now encroaching into mainstream user services
2: Nigel is also pretty scathing of the PLT bulletins on this subject which appear on the Ofcom website Thanks Nigel. When we last spoke about this problem, we mentioned Ofcom's line on this. Last September, Ofcom stated they'd only had 143 complaints, all from radio enthusiasts. Of those, 121 complaints were investigated and 104 were resolved. Now, Paul thinks this number should be taken with a pinch of salt. He says that the number of complaints quoted is way out of date. He also thinks that many interference problems have gone unreported. A, it's not the British thing to do to complain, and B, many are reluctant to get involved in what they think might become a neighbour's dispute. Thanks for that mail, Paul. We also heard from Campbell GM6KRD who got in touch also pointing us at the YouTube clip. He says Belkin's statement regarding interference seems to be totally at odds with what this field trial shows. It seems to raise many questions and I hope someone commissions a test at an independent accredited lab. Also thanks to Richard Yarnell, MOSNR, for some interesting background on the subject and copies of his correspondence with various bodies, including Belkin. So what can people do about it then? It looks like this problem's not going to go away, and with Sky due to launch their Sky Anytime Plus service later this year, more and more people are going to be going out buying these powerline and home plug adapters so that they can watch on-demand telly. And home plugs, for all their faults, are a really easy way of doing cable-free networking without having to run Ethernet cable around the house. If you want to find out more about this subject, we've got links to the video clip we mentioned, also links to petitions and a few other handy links. You can find all of that at frequencycast.co.uk forward slash powerline.html. Oh, good. Again, thanks to everyone for your email on this subject. Clearly a big and emotive subject. It would be really good to hear a few voices on this one. If you've got an opinion, what we'd like you to do is give our podline a call on 0208 133 4567 and leave us a few words, say 30 seconds or a minute or so. We'll try to feature as many as we can in an upcoming show. Also, it would be really good to get your comments in our forum. Emails to us are great, but if you put it in the forum, then everyone can see it and have their say as well.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Well, that's all for this update. Our next full-length show is out on the 1st of June. Visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates. And be ready for our next tantalising take on technology. Please tell your chums about us and spread the word.
0: Frequencycast. Update. Complete.